Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Taskmaster is Wonderful Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I'm talking about Taskmaster Australia, Season 1, Episode 10, the grand finale. Uh, this episode is called Don't Ask Me What a JC Is. As always, we have our Taskmaster, Tom Gleason, Assistant Tom Cashman, and the contestants, Danielle Walker, Jimmy Reese, Julia Morris, Luke McGregor, and Nina Oyama. This week's episode title comes from Jimmy. We open up with the prize task, the best thing from the Taskmaster's year of birth, 1974. Um, I did a quick Google search, as I'm sure a couple of these contestants did. Um, and at first, I was going to say Skittles because Skittles were first released in 1974. But I decided to go with a couple of great movies that came out in 1974. Um, I'm sure that this exists somewhere, like a Blu-ray or even a DVD double feature pack of Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. Great movies. But what did the contestants bring? Uh, Julia brought in a copy of Nixon's Letter of Resignation. Nina brought in a 10-cent coin from 1974 and a $49.90 jar of coins that she gives to Tom Cashman. This is to pay off her bet that she would win the series since she knows that it's impossible for her to win in this last episode. Uh, but they have a little bit of an argument about the final 10 cents that if she doesn't win, then how is he supposed to get uh, the rest of his bet paid? Luke uh, has a fun fact and a thing. The fun facts being that the Rubik's Cube was invented in 1974 and the thing was a, a Rubik's Cube. Danielle uh, thought that the best thing to come out of the, the year that the Taskmaster was born was the Taskmaster himself. Uh she brought one of Tom's albums with the fantastic Leslie and a custom poster of a very muscly Tom in a Speedo. Uh, and then we see Jimmy, who starts describing uh, the, the Rumble in the Jungle boxing match between Muhammad Ali and George Foreman. And to represent that fight, he brings in a George Foreman grill. Um, it's... That grill was not from 1974, so it doesn't count in that regard, but I'd say that's a pretty good prize. Um, I think that's the best actual thing out of um, all of these. But as far as fulfilling the task itself, my scores were Julia with one point, Luke with two points, Nina with three points, Jimmy with four points, and Danielle with five but Tom Gleason did not have the same affection towards a, a great piece of kitchenware. Um, he had uh, Julia at one, Luke at two, Jimmy at three, Nina at four, and Danielle at five. That brings us to the first film task. They exit the house and see on a plinth a pencil, a ta the task, and an eggplant. Stick a pencil in this aubergine from the furthest distance. Furthest distance wins. You have 15 minutes. Uh, first, we saw Luke and Jimmy. Um, Luke taped it to an anchor and then had the idea to drop it off of the balcony. Um, Jimmy uh, throws it from like a foot away and nails it really well. 
um but then decides oh i should probably try to do something better than that he also goes up on the balcony but he leaves the eggplant on top of the plinth so luke's anchor system does really well it provides lots of weight to be able to puncture the eggplant even though it's very brief um and jimmy has not a lot of luck uh just throwing the pencil he realizes he should weigh it down a bit he puts some uh like a knife uh attached to the back of it something a little bit heavier and he does finally puncture it uh so luke's distance was 4.45 meters and jimmy's was 4.24 meters my sense of distance in this task is like all over the place 0.2 meters is only about eight inches i don't i i don't i don't know how that it's only that much of a difference the the plinth is at least a meter tall so i i don't know maybe he was dropping it from higher up uh over the the rail or something anyway uh then we see danielle who uh hollows out the aubergine and then uses some fishing line to tie things to it and all she she does a lot of stuff which basically amounts to her having the pencil on the end of the ladder and then she manipulates the ladder to stick the pencil into the aubergine her distance was a whole 2.2 meters uh julia she tries the throwing the aubergine at the pencil that's stuck in the grass unfortunately she's not a very good shot eventually she as she holds the eggplant she just sticks the pencil into it and then throws it and then when asked how far away do you think that was when you stuck it in and she's like well how far is my arm like 17 centimeters something like that when discussing the distances in the studio um, tom says that julia did so poorly that it caused him to ask uh, existential questions such as how far away are you from something that you're holding in your hand? And it's determined that her distance was zero meters. Then we see Nina, who prepared all kinds of items um, and then can't find the pencil. <laughs> Fortunately, she does find it. Um, she attaches all her items together. She also found a really cool hat um, for flair. And then right in time, she uses a, a very long stick of various things like an oar, some other things, and gets a distance of 7.62 meters. That's incredible. And again, that my sense of distance is baffled. I guess just from the angle that it was shot at, we didn't see the full length like left to right of the screen it was from the distance to the foreground that we saw uh her mechanism so i i i guess i just trust whatever their measurements were so uh one point goes to julia two points to danielle three points to jimmy four points to luke and five points to nina awesome at this point i thought this could be a nina win that would be awesome there's no way that she'll be able to win the series but winning this episode would be great she'll be able to pay pay tom the bet and all will be right in the world 
onward to the second film task. Uh, there's a tiny envelope with a magnifying glass in the study. Make a miniature version of yourself. Best miniature wins. You have 25 minutes. Uh, so Nina grabs a hat for luck and says, I always feel like I do my best work in a hat. Uh, so Nina mashes together a bunch of jelly things to make Play-Doh using the Oyama technique. Um, and what she ends up with, she describes it, uh, this is like if Piglet was in Blade Runner. Tom Gleason doesn't think that her end result looks much like her, but it does look like a tasty snack. And she says, and so do I. Jimmy spends most of his time measuring his body by his head units, which he calls JH or Jimmy heads. Um, he also uses a bit of his own hair to finish off the miniature. Uh, Danielle talks about how she has some miniature making experience because she made uh, a miniature of her granddad's dog on a lawnmower. And so as an homage, she makes herself on a tractor and i thought this turned out great um she also uses her own hair and it is not as luxurious as she imagined before sticking it on there uh julia makes a huge mess of duct tape and a couple of balloons for her boobs um i really liked uh her turn of phrase uh, as the time was running out oh the presh babe the presh Luke has a little bit of a loophole that he figures out. Uh, he has Tom take a photo of himself. And then uh, in the photo app, he makes it real small and Tom takes a screenshot. And then Tom asks, you think, you think that'll be the smallest one? It's like, oh yeah, I'll do it again. And he makes it even smaller, takes a screenshot. And then Tom keeps asking him, kind of egging him on to make it smaller and smaller and smaller. Until finally, Luke says, okay, that was too small. I can't even tell what it is. So they they revert to the previous version. And it's still basically just a pixel. Maybe, maybe a few pixels. Just enough so they could see the blue. But the blue is the circle that he drew around pointing out where he is. So... I'm not so sure about that. Uh, my scores were one point to Luke, two points to Julia, three points to Jimmy, four points to Nina, and five to Danielle. And Tom Gleason agreed. The exact same scores. This brings us to the next film task, which is the final team task of this series. And I think this kind of thing has not ever happened before that uh individual task supplies the team task the teams enter the study and their miniatures are on the table film the most phenomenal fight scene starring your miniatures you have 60 minutes your time starts now um the improv troupe seems off to a very similar start to luke's tantrum fight from last week's episode um, they end up having uh, a sort of fighting game that takes place in a valley. Nini and Jimmy fight first. And they have health bars at the top of the screen. Then Luke comes in, or his couple of pixels on the iPad come in as the final boss. And then Nina asks him, hey, can you, can you zoom in a little bit? I can't see you. And so it zooms in and we get some video, and, uh, a mix of video and stills of Luke 
delivering his line and then battling. It was really great. Um, that was a, a great way to work around the obviously unusable couple of pixels for uh, Luke's miniature. So we actually saw that second because we first saw the dream team of Julie and Danielle. Uh, they create a whole kaiju attack scene uh, with Danielle driving the tractor in to attack the giant's uh uh julia kaiju and uh she tears down buildings and then there's a whole tnt explosion and then uh danielle dies because she's just covered in blood at the end and then they do their team dance um so much fun both of both the teams did great i thought the improv troupe deserved full five points and then the dream team were right neck and neck with them i had them at four points each and that's also exactly what Tom scored them. So was that technically a two-part task? Was that just film task number two, part two? Um, because then we have another film task. It is a Taskmaster Christmas party. In the lab, there are five wrapped boxes on the table. And Tom is standing in his usual spot. But he has some elf ears on and a big pointy Christmas hat. Open the golden present. You may only open one present at a time. Before opening each present, you must sing a different royalty-free Christmas carol. You may not leave the lab until the golden present is opened. Fastest to open the golden present wins. So there's different items in each of the boxes. One has soup in it, but there's uh, just a couple of letters in it. It's alphabet soup. Um... There's a box with hay in it, but that box is locked. Uh, there's a box with sand and a little strainer in there. Um, there's a box with a jigsaw puzzle in it, I think. And there's also, I forget it was in the fifth box. Um, but it's all, it's all linked to one another. Like one item for one box helps you with the next one to do uh, then the next thing and then get another clue etc and so first we see julia jimmy and danielle they work their ways through most of them um oh the fifth box was a box of jelly but there's a phone and a plastic bag inside of it and that there's a sim card that has to be inserted into it but to be able to get the little thing out you need a needle and the needle is in the box with all the hay and there's also uh, a clue on the jigsaw puzzle that says to look under the table where there is a magnet which will help you find the needle in the haystack um so these first three that we see they uh make their way all the way to the phone and to make the phone call and to uh, tell Tom what the good things they did that year are. And then he would reveal that the golden present is in his hat. And so they have to sing again and open that final present. So yeah, it was really interesting that they all like worked their way through most of that. I think maybe they skipped a couple of steps here and there. Um, but they got the same results with wildly different times. Well, not really wildly different danielle had a time of 18 minutes and 41 seconds jimmy with 23 minutes and 53 seconds and julia with over twice that with 51 minutes and 45 seconds 
then we see Luke and Nina. Um, Luke ends up smashing the hay box instead of attempting any kind of solution for the lock. Um, Nina uh, is tempted to smash the hay box, but decides she should solve the puzzle first. Um, she solves the puzzle, which tells her to look under the table. Um, and she says hello to the, the camera that's down there and completely misses that there's a magnet. Instead, she thinks that it's talking about the tree, which I think the tree was originally on top of the table. And then very possibly she moved it under the table. So she got thrown off by a thing that she put there. Um, and, uh, she never figures out the magnets uh she does not figure out the hay luke thinks that the the plastic bag in the jelly is an ice pack and that it's keeping the jelly solid <laughs> eventually they both realize that there's something in tom's hat and they ask him for it and uh after a little bit of resistance um he gives up the golden present to each of them uh luke does not sing before opening it and nina does um a little bit of a of a hint from tom but i guess she does she she asks she's like oh i don't have to sing for this one do i and then tom just kind of gives her a look and uh that's enough to know but i mean if luke had asked that much you would have gotten the same information. So I don't think it's necessarily unfair. Um, so Luke would have done very well with a second place finish if he had sung, but he is disqualified. He gets zero points. Julia gets two points with her 51 minutes and 45 seconds. Nina with her 38 minutes and 17 seconds. I think she spent a lot of time doing the jigsaw puzzle and then just sitting under the table. <laughs> She's like laying on the lower part of the table. Oh man. Um, she gets three points. Uh, Jimmy gets four points and Danielle gets five. And that brings us to the live task. Going into the live task, Danielle and Nina were tied for first place. So the episode could go to either one of them. Um, if Jimmy did well, he uh, could have made up some ground and uh, and won the episode as well. Um, okay, the instructions for this live task are a lot also it's interesting this life task takes place before the final commercial break so it actually feels kind of substantial the whole pacing of this episode felt different from the rest of the series and i think it worked really really well so maybe it'll be closer to this kind of thing um for season two i guess we'll, we'll see what what happens um, okay, from your spot, stick a pickle to the bullseye. If your pickle lands in the one, you must read an apology from the apology jar before throwing again. If your pickle lands in the two, you must eat a whole pickle before throwing again. If your pickle lands in the three, you must wear oven mitts for your next throw. If you miss the board altogether, you must live with the shame of that. For a successful bullseye, more than half the pickle must be inside the bullseye for more than five seconds. First to stick a pickle to the bullseye wins. They're throwing like pickle slices, which when they're describing this, I was imagining throwing an entire pickle. 
which would have been how how would that stick of course it's just the slices so this ended up being a lot of chaos a lot of apologies read at the same time the apologies were pretty funny and uh we ended with one final apology from the last place person but first julia lands a bullseye gets a full five points then danielle lands one gets four points luke lands a bullseye next gets three points nina is the fourth one to land a bullseye she gets two points and jimmy never lands a bullseye he gets one point and he reads a very heartfelt apology for how poorly he did that it was all his own fault so the episode scores we have julia and luke in last place with 15 points each we have jimmy with 19 points nina in second place with 23 points and the winner of this episode is Danielle with 25 points. When Danielle goes to celebrate with all of her winnings, it's good news for Tom Cashman because Danielle gives Nina back the 10 cents that she needs to finish paying off her gambling debt. And the season scores, we have Luke in last place with 138, Nina in fourth place with 146, Jimmy in third place with 156, Julia in second place with 160, and Danielle gets the win. 164 points. She gets Tom Gleason's golden head and is the very first Taskmaster Australia champion. What an awesome episode and season. I enjoyed like every single minute of it. Um, I want to go back and watch the entire season again right away. This cast was so great. Danielle absolutely deserved this win. She was so consistent throughout the entire series. Uh, she had a few uh, low points, but the high points more than made up for it. Um, she was amazing at the prize tasks. I feel like she was the only one who really really put effort into that every single week so i bid a fun farewell to the first season of taskmaster australia it was wonderful let me know what you thought about this episode by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to tiwpodcast.com for more episodes if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site Please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. And I'll see you next time here on Taskmaster is Wonderful. Bye.